today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. I'm sure you heard the news yesterday. A Canadian man stabbed a police officer at a Michigan airport. He made reference uh, to the conflict in the Middle East during the attack. It's now being investigated as a terrorism, an act of terrorism, according to officials. To talk more about all of this, Lauren Dawson is with us, professor at the University of Waterloo, director of uh, TSAS, uh, Canadian Network for Research on Terrorism, Security and Society. He is with us now. Hello, Lauren. How are you today? Good, good. Thank you for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. What are your thoughts when you hear, when you heard the news yesterday? Well, I mean, like everybody else, it just seems so unusual and, and strange in some regards. And, and I still, you know, we wait, need to wait and hear more information, and it may go one of two directions. So we may be dealing with an individual who uh, represents a lone actor terrorist in the spectrum where there may be mental health issues or personal struggles and issues here, and he's someone who's just drawn to and exploiting the larger sort of terrorist uh, cause as a justification for his actions. In other words, we may not, this may not be something that we want to read too much into. On the other hand, in line with what's happened in London, England, and elsewhere, it may be another legitimate instance of an individual who has been absorbed with these ideas for some time, even though other people maybe weren't aware, and finally reached a point of personal sort of anger and frustration about the political situation that they decided they would take action. Why they would go to Flint, Michigan airport is, of course, the thing that makes this seem strange, because if it were the latter, why wouldn't he just do something in Montreal or where he lives? Well, from what I understand, uh, his, and again, this is all early information, is that uh, he wasn't unhappy with uh, the U.S. involvement in certain countries in the Middle East. Yeah, uh, and so that may account for why I guess he went to the United States, but it does seem like seem like an odd situation. In the past, we would have interpreted these actions as probably he's a mentally unstable man who's just exploiting uh, a popular cause. But to some may say an action. But the research literature shows that the vast majority of these lone actors, seventy percent of the lone actors are not individuals with any kind of psychological issues. Really reliable, uh, detailed researchers recently revealed this. So, you know, he may be in that 30% that fit that easy-to-dismiss category, but the majority of these lone actors aren't. So this is why we need to wait to discover more. There's going to be information about his background, about his involvement. Uh, to this point, there has not been really any mental mention of mental illness, has no. there? No. No, no, there hasn't, and his neighbors, I mean, we just have these very simple statements that you get so often that he was a quiet man who seemed to stick to himself and a family man, mm-hmm. and his neighbors saw him as just, a, you know, an ordinary person. Uh, and, and to your, when you were giving us the either this or that, uh, the first point, some may say that any terrorist who takes an ideology this far is mentally ill and that they're just using religion as a way to exploit and, and, and uh, a vehicle for their hate. Yeah, it would be hard in a short form here to give the counter to that other than just to tell you that the scholarship overwhelmingly refutes that. So to use a phrase that is really commonly used now, that actually the New York City Police Department came up through its intelligence reports 
as they call most of the individuals involved in the terrorist attacks in the United States, are quote-unquote remarkably ordinary. Mm-hmm. And what they mean by that is in terms of their background, their education, their their interests, their activities, you could not differentiate these people from the vast majority of the population. So there's very, very little evidence of a, of a pronounced element of mental illness. In the case of lone actors, these guys who do it all by themselves, there's a slightly higher incidence, documented incidence of mental illness. But as I said, that's only slightly higher than the the norm. The majority of these people, it is perplexing, but the majority of these people are people who are, for various personal identity reasons, become really strongly attached to these political causes and issues, and in this case, religiously framed political causes and issues, and feel compelled to act. Uh, We have ways of explaining how that happens, but it is a very complex process. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.